News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. A deadly mistake by Israeli forces in Gaza. Bloomberg National Security correspondent Nick Wadhams has more on that from Washington. The Israeli Defense Forces say that they mistakenly killed uh, three hostages uh, during fighting in the northern Gaza Strip on Friday. Essentially, what we think happened was that uh, these hostages were killed. Uh, Israel didn't know uh, that they were hostages and then uh, brought the remains back to Israeli territory after which they were identified. The incident is prompting fresh questions about the conduct of Israel's military campaign after President Biden called Israeli bombing indiscriminate. The IDF is investigating. Two of the world's largest container shipping lines are telling their ships to stay out of the Red Sea after their vessels came under attack by Houthi rebels. Other vessel owners are evaluating whether it's safe for their crews. The moves threaten to disrupt supply chains and puts added pressure on the U.S. and its allies to improve security along one of the world's key trade routes. Inflation has not yet returned to the Fed's 2% target, but it may get close next year. The Congressional Budget Office sees inflation falling to 2.1% in 2024. Bloomberg's Katia Dimitrieva explains. We're not going to be seeing disinflation. So if you're going to the grocery store, if you're buying a new car, you're not going to see prices go down. But you will see that prices aren't going to be going up as much as they have been in recent years. The CBO forecast is more optimistic than economists in a Bloomberg survey who see inflation easing to 2.5% next year. Federal Reserve officials are pushing back against talk on Wall Street of interest rate cuts as soon as March. New York Fed President John Williams says such talk is premature. Atlanta Fed Chief Raphael Bostic doesn't see rate cuts before next fall. Their comments kept Wall Street off balance for most of the day, but the main averages ended mostly higher. The Dow finished at a third consecutive all-time high. A federal jury in Washington has ordered Rudy Giuliani to pay a steep price for defaming two Georgia election workers in the 2020 presidential race. Rudy Freeman and her daughter, Wandrea Shea Moss, were awarded $148 million for harm to their reputations. Moss spoke to reporters outside the courthouse. As we move forward and continue to seek justice, our greatest wish is that no one, no election worker or voter or school board member or anyone else ever experiences anything like what we went through. Giuliani talked about his next steps. Possibly we'll move for a new trial. Certainly we'll appeal. The absurdity of the number merely underscores the absurdity of the entire proceeding where I've not been allowed to offer one single piece of evidence in defense. Giuliani declined to testify at the damages trial, despite repeatedly saying publicly that he would do so. The mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Virginia has been sentenced to two years in prison for felony child neglect. In sentencing Deja Taylor, Circuit Court Judge Christopher Papile chastised her for abdicating her responsibilities as a parent. Taylor pleaded guilty in August to a single count of felony neglect. More Chinese agencies and government-backed firms have ordered staff to stop bringing iPhones and other foreign devices to work. 
Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet has more. It sets in motion an unprecedented prohibition that is likely to block Apple and Samsung from parts of the world's biggest mobile market. Multiple state firms and government departments across at least eight provinces, including the prosperous coast, have instructed employees in the past month or two to start carrying local brands. This, according to sources, that is a major step up from around September when a small number of agencies in Beijing and Tianjin Jen began telling staff to leave foreign devices at home. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. High school seniors may be voting with their feet following recent incidents of anti-Semitism at Harvard. Its website says applications for early admission this year are down 17 percent. Harvard has been criticized for failing to keep Jewish students safe. And that's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.